Welcome back to Hot Flashes and Cool Topics podcast, the voice for women in midlife and beyond. At Hot Flashes and Cool Topics, we talk about anything and everything to do with midlife. My name is Colleen. My name is Bridget. And today's episode, we are talking makeup, makeup tips, makeup tricks with one of the expert panelists from our conversations with Prime Women, Melanie Mills. Melanie is a two-time Emmy-winning celebrity makeup artist that actually was nominated 21 times for her work at Dancing with the Stars. She has opened up a store called The Makeup Altar in Nashville, and she has graciously agreed to be on our panel for Style and Beauty Over 50. Now, if you guys haven't heard, we're six weeks away from our event. It's hard to believe, but you can still get tickets. They're available on Eventbrite. It's October 8th at the Graduate Nashville from 12 to 5. We're going to have five sets of panels. They're conversational. They're not, you're not going to be sitting there lecture to because we don't want to be sitting there lecture to. We're going to get your questions answered on style, beauty, menopause, health, um, inspiration for CEO and businesses. And we're going to have a couple celebrities joining us as well for some country time tea. So if you want to get tickets, you can go to Eventbrite or you can go to conversationswithprimewomen.com. And as we let our listeners know, if you use FF15 as the promo code, you will get 15% off tickets. If you have any questions about it, just contact us at hotflasheskooltopics at gmail.com. Now back to beauty with Melanie Mills. Bridget and I were lucky enough last week to do an Instagram live at Melanie's shop and Bridget had her skin prep done and she proceeded to buy yes. every product. I did. Was- <laughs> I did. I can't resist it. I wanted it to be the same the way she did it. And I have been following that skin prep and it has been fantastic. Oh, it really good. has been great. Yes. Yeah. So I'll try to share some videos this week and later as well um, as some of the products that she recommended to me with my skin prep. Because I had a lot of questions in here in this podcast interview that you're going to see today about skin prep because things were messing up and I got some great answers from Melanie and they've really helped me. So I really appreciate it. So just stay tuned. Be on the lookout. Yeah. Right. And she really goes over like her attitude is not less is more. Her attitude is you have to fill in what is being taken away a little bit, your eyebrows. Maybe We talk about hooded lids for your eyes. We talk about your lips getting a little smaller. We talk about your pores getting a little bigger. It's just all the gifts that we get being over 50. But we also talk about if you don't wear a lot of makeup versus if you do, what are kind of the tips and tricks to look great for how you want to feel? Not necessarily looking younger. This is not about makeup to look younger. This is about makeup to make you feel good, to help you feel the best you can at whatever age you might be. Mm -hmm. And the IG Live that we did with me was uh, called the B3, which is a blue and red light pulsing machine, very small did not hurt. I am super sensitive. Like I am the most sensitive she person. She was when, so nervous before. <laughs> I thought I was going to look like Ross with a spray tan, but I did not. I ended up, Bridget and I both ended up buying it. And we might be working on getting one of those in the giveaways. Guys, our giveaways and our gift bags are starting to come in. And it's insane. Like Bridget and I are so sad that we are not attendees versus hosting. Right. Because the this gift bags- This is some great stuff. Oh my God. The gift mm-hmm. bags alone are more than twice the price of the ticket. The giveaways- oh. Gosh, I want to enter, 
but we will keep you posted on those as we get a little closer. We'd love to hear about your tips and tricks for makeup over 50. You can go over to Instagram and when you see one of our posts, please respond because we love getting into the conversation of what makes you feel good. And also with episodes like this, it's really great if you can go over to YouTube and watch us talk about it because she'll you'll hear her say if you point here or if you do it there and you're not necessarily going to know where she's pointing. So if you go over to YouTube, type in Hot Flashes and Cool Topics, you'll get all of the videos, including this one. So let's get started with Melanie Mills, Mature Glam. We'll talk to you after. Welcome back to Hot Flashes and Cool Topics. We have a fun episode today with two-time Emmy Award-winning makeup artist, Melanie Mills. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Well, we are excited to talk to you, but we want to make sure everyone knows that you are one of the incredible panelists on our Conversation with Prime Women event on October 8th. So you get to actually have a one-on-one questions answered, talk about what it is to wear makeup and feel good after 50. And this episode is going to be kind of like a little teaser for that. So I wanted to start off with how did you start I had no idea I was going to be a makeup artist. I was big on traveling and I, I ended up like through a language lab situation, pulling live and learn in Italy, like the little paper and did it. Um, and I lived there for a year in Florence and it was amazing. And I went to the Università di Firenze per Straneri, uh, where I really just met tons of Danish and Icelandic and German and Swedish friends because those countries pay for those um, people to go and live abroad. And so I was the only American, but it was such an awesome, awesome experience. And after that, I would waitress for a couple of months, save up money, and then go couch surf for a couple of months. And I did this for years. And my last time in Italy doing this, I was visiting some friends, Icelandic friends, and one wanted to take a makeup course. And so I went with them and I walked into this amazing old nunnery term makeup school and was like, wait, you can you can make money doing makeup. Like it just hit me. I was kind of a surfer chick. So it's like makeup was not like a huge thing for me, but as I was, you know, entering into the college scene and the professional world, it was becoming more of a thing. Long story short, I was telling my um, hairstylist about this, like, Oh my God, I almost was going to go and do this. And I just don't think it's going to, I didn't know you wanted to be a makeup artist. I said, neither did I. She said, you should meet my roommate who's a union makeup artist. And then again, long story short, we could kind of stumbled upon each other. And then that, woman offered me an internship on a non-union film. I had never done makeup before. I had never done makeup professionally, at least before. Never had any education, nothing. But they were so desperate for somebody just to help with sweat and just powder that they took me on. And I just, I had a knack for it. And, you know, that movie I ended up working on for free for six months. Then that hairstyle started taking me on to all these other films and it just started kind of building. And that's how it all happened. I kind of, it, you know, I believe anything just happens out of the blue for no reason. Everything happens for a reason. So you have definitely learned through this experience what is working, what doesn't work. So that's something I want to talk about too, is how do you get your face ready? How do you prep your face to look great? Especially mature faces. Yes. Women over 50. I actually am an expert in mature glam. Um, I have coined mature glam. Um, I do a lot of trade shows for what's called the makeup show. It's like these professional makeup 
for all of us professional makeup artists from nationally get together around the country at different places. Um, and a lot of these like indie brands like myself with Melanie Mills Hollywood, which is my brand that I ended up, you know, birthing through dancing with actually a lot of my other friends brands it's because we have a problem and we there's nothing on the market that's working for us so we end up developing it and just kind of making it happen and so a lot of these products are kind of underground that aren't like at Sephora, Ulta, Nordstrom's, all these places that unfortunately the public, you know, just gets bowled over with all this other bigger advertising and they're missing all these great, great, great little indie products like my setting spray is kind of one of them. But um, yeah, so their Mature Glam, um, I started doing these tours with it because Eugenia Weston who uh, is the founder of Cine Cosmetics, who's been doing Bette Midler for, you know, her whole career. Cine Cosmetics has been around, I think, 45, 50 years. It's a classic staple line. Um, she's out of Beverly Hills. She taught Anastasia of Beverly Hills how to do brows. She's really the queen of brows. But um, we started to do this tour. So she's about, I think now she's about 475, stunning woman, okay? And we started, realize that this this niche for women and and i would like to even push the merglam even down a little notch to even 45 i find that people um are coming into my shop 45 47 50 55 60 65 70 that are just feeling completely lost um and it's because you know a lot of the media is so geared and a lot of the products are so geared towards you know youth um but Eugenia and I really realized this. And so we started this tour called Mature Glam. And um, there's this big myth where as you age, less is more. But if, but no, that's not true. As a matter of fact, we start to lose our features and you need you need more makeup. You need to paint it back on if you if you want to, you know, look fabulous again. I can't tell you how many times like on Dancing with the Stars, just for example. We had, we had so many beautiful, mature women that were so used to being singly lit. Priscilla Presley was another one of them. Why am I blanking on the one? I'm Marie Osmond, Jane Seymour, Floris, um, Florence Henderson. I mean, actually, we had a lot of these beautiful ladies that were so used to being single lit, you know, and using this kind of minimal makeup. Now we're on Dancing with the Stars. It's all about glow, glitter, glam, tan, you know, all this stuff. You're on a national, you know, uh, outlet with like 30 million people you know, checking you out. And now you're being forced to do something completely outside of your usual, you know, situation and that you don't have much control of multi-lighting, big lighting, multiple cameras. Um, but I can't tell you how many times we'd go to put on some shimmer and like, you know, for example, Jane Seymour, no, 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 I can't wear shimmer. It makes me look older. Or with like even Susan Lucci, I love this story. Cause like she, she too was like only in her typical, typical makeup. And then it was like, but Susan, you know, or Jane or whoever, like we, you are mature. Okay. That's just all there is to it. So embrace it and have fun with it. You know what I mean? Wearing shimmer isn't going to make you look older. Okay. Like it's going to just be glam and beautiful and fab to look great. There are definite things that change as we mature. Um, and there are steps that do need to be taken, but the products are there. It's just, needing to learn and have access to that. The biggest thing I find when I'm working with women is that they just simply, you know, like another one I hear all the time, um, powder. Oh no, no. It makes me look, or it makes you look older. It can make you look older if it's the wrong type of powder and the wrong shade. 
You know what I mean? So that's another problem that a lot of people come into is that they're stuck with like the Sephora rep or the Nordstrom's or whoever that's just kind of there. They don't, they don't really care. You know what I mean? Um, and they're just there to sell the product and they don't have that background education. And so not all of them, you can find some really great reps in some of these places. So please, I, I don't want to misconstrue that. Overall, you're dealing with like mostly younger kids that really don't understand mature skin. Exactly. And, and that's the thing. I don't want to walk yeah. into Sephora and have a 20-year-old try to sell me makeup. Kind of let's start out from the beginning. You know, women 45 plus, many have gone through menopause or in the process of perimenopause and going through it, noticing their skin is changing, getting drier, getting some lines. What are you noticing the changes in women's skin and how do you address them to your clients? Texture, texture, she starts to change. Pores start to get bigger. You either get drier or you get combo. You just change or you're dripping sweat all the time. And then, so how do you put makeup on that? How do you wear that? You know what I mean? So that those are some big ones I'm finding. Um, there, unfortunately, I just, I feel so bad for this less is more thing as we age thing, because I truly don't believe in it. Um, you know, like I said, we start to lose our features and we kind of need to paint them back on whether, you know, we start to lose our eyebrows, our, you know, our lashes, our hair. I mean, there's a lot of things that we start to go through. Um, our facial features start to change. You know, we start to get the wrinkles. We start to get all this other stuff. And I love it when it's like, well, I don't wear concealer, even though a person may have like a bluish, reddish, purplish under eye, because they're worried that the concealer is going to make them look worse because it's going to settle in their lines that are already there. They're there. You know what I mean? So there's ways of applying concealer with the right concealer and the right powders to, to then cover the other stuff to brighten yourself and, and, you know, to brighten up and just, you know, can feel a little bit better and then not necessarily worrying about these lines over here you know they're there just just get over it and let's make all the other little bits that like are starting to you know change and just you know let's make those better you know and there's there's just ways of doing it and and it is true like we can't pack on the makeup the way the youtubers are we can't use half of those products there are some definite steps so when um makeup artists don't usually love to have skin super juiced up with all the stuff that we're using because it starts to compete with the makeup later on. There's only a few sunscreens that I can deal with um, that won't break up the makeup, in my opinion, later. When you're, you know, you do all your gorgeous skincare that you've invested all this money in, and believe me, I'm not saying throw that out the door. I'm just saying pause. So that's that's just one one little tidbit right there. One little secret, put your deodorant on, get dressed, put your skincare on, go make your coffee, go, go do something for a second. Let all that skincare settle, you know, let it, let it get in there and do its job and kind of, you know, say, I always say that even just with skincare, you know, uh, take a minute, like you put your, you, you wash your face and then you're going to tone, then you're going to put 
one to three serums on maybe you need to let each of those serums have a moment <laughs> to like get into your skin and do its job rather than piling the next one on piling the next one on so i'll be like do your deodorant for a minute like go put on your skirt or go put on you know like give yourself like little breaks in between the skincare depending on how much you're putting on and then as well as when we get into the makeup prep too. And so, but there, there could be some skincare products that simply do not work with your makeup routine too. So that's just something where you need to bring that in and we need to discuss it and, and go over it. And, um, but that is an absolute thing that can absolutely happen. That can be very frustrating. And we're, you know, when we were young, we could pile everything on and like, just kind of slap it all on and like run out the door. You know, we have to take a little more time now. We do. Poor women over 50. What are, when they start their makeup routine, you know, they're looking at it and they've got concealers and they've got foundation and they've got powders and they've got this. What should you start with and how do you build on from there? Skin prep. Skin prep is so huge. So there's four things right now currently on the market that I'm in love with. Mind you, you know, I didn't used to be a big primer girl because they used to be mostly siliconed and they, as a professional, you put the primer on and okay, for a second, it looks blurred and smoothed and all this great stuff. But then you go start to put the makeup on and it starts rolling and pilling and then just settling weird. And like, so I didn't use primer in my career, honestly, until the end, I used um, a Laura Mercier oil-free primer, mainly, mostly for um, male grooming, to be very honest. Um, And then, you know, so I would use other kind of heavier makeups to kind of make up for those pores. That's another story. But now makeup has come so far. It really has. I mean, even for makeup artists, like we used to have to mix everything, create like our own shades and this and that and everything. You know, now makeup has really come so far with so many great benefits packed into the makeup as well. Makeup has become pretty darn easy. It's really about the steps of prep. And finding the right tones and the right powders, because powder is important, and it is a lie that powder makes you look older. It makes you look older when it's the wrong powder in the wrong places and the wrong shades um, and the wrong types. But I think it's essential for powder, especially as we're dealing with these hot flashes and the pores and all this stuff. So I have found four products guys that I swear, and they're not my own products. I have to purchase these at wholesale. Okay. (laughs) So it's not like I'm, you know, like my glean products, which I did develop and I really truly believe in too. These are products that I believe in because they work. And we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. And we're back. Step one would be the Danessa Myricks Beauty Oil. Um, why I, I don't generally, I used to never love oils with makeup because, again, it can maybe break it down later on. I love oils for nighttime um, uh, routine, which we can get into that. But, um, yeah, no, so this is a dry oil. It goes on like an oil. It it, 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 it looks oily and glossy. It's got um, gold leaf in it, some other benefits in it, too. But what it does is it kind of like soaks in and then has a dry finish, meaning that it won't compete with your makeup later. So you're going to get all that like kind of juice and that glow and that underglow and that hydration because that's another another key, key, key thing for maturing and mature glam is glow. We've got to bring the glow back, you know, because we start 
start to just, the glow starts to go. <laughs> now, when you are darker toned, um, these ladies are so lucky because they have more oil in their skin, right? The kind of fairer we are, the drier we get. And so we have to kind of work a little bit harder on that. Yeah. So the Danessa Myricks dry oil, then my next step would be her new um, yummy skin serum, uh, which is this beautiful serum with um, like one of the ingredients is squalene. Another one is um, salicylic acid. I'm talking on such a small level though. Um, and other things with this really beautiful, soft, soft glow. You put that on, that's another layer of just kind of smoothing and just kind of adding that glow in. Then the next step is another uh, cosmetic that I, or, or prep that I can't live without. And this goes for almost everybody, especially even younger kids that have texture, acne, all this stuff. It's HD Skin Booster. Um, it's, a, it's a serum. It's kind of a thick serum. And you put it on. And there's also ways to put these products on to get their max benefit, too. And so this one, you kind of like really kind of rub in, especially where there might be some texture. Cause that's another thing that happens. We might get, so we get the bigger pores, but then also some people start to get like dry, like kind of like bumpies. And so this is a, a plumper and it really actually instantaneously plumps. And there was a woman over the weekend. I love it. She goes, well, I already have a round face. I don't need anything plumping. I go, no, it's not, it's not going to make your face more round. It's just going to plump your skin to be prepped and it just does this beautiful beautiful layer and then there's this beautiful tack okay that's and this is really just for makeup the other two products you can use without makeup but this one is really for the makeup because it does this tack and you want that because it helps the makeup stick so that's the third the fourth is a primer and I've, I've become a huge fan of primers, especially as myself, my pores as well. I turn 50 um, next year are getting bigger by the day. <laughs> um, and so this Makeup Forever, um, it is called Pore Minimizer Primer. And there's, a, there's four primers from the Makeup Forever collection that I love. But, but the two are like the redness corrector, which is, you know, for because another thing that starts to happen is we start to get real red, you know, sometimes some people. Um, and with the flashes too, right? And then just some even rosacea kind of starts to pop up. So there's the redness corrector, but the pore minimizer is is kind of like a magic product in my opinion. And that one goes on and you really, really push it in and it completely fills and blurs. And now your skin is prepped and ready for, you know, your foundation application. And then it's going to depend whether you need a cream there's people that don't want to feel like they have a lot of makeup on and that's fine. There's products for that too. I have a collection, you know, and I'll bring it to the show. Just these, this, I'm not going to bring the world like my shop, the whole shop, but I'm going to bring these key things that are going to really, really benefit from. Um, and then, you know, I know it sounds like a lot. Okay. But once you have these routines down, it's just like you putting on your serum and your other serum and your sunscreen. And you know what I mean? It's just, it becomes, you know, and there is a little education curve, you know, um, at the shop, I offer one-on-one -on -one education for those that can't make it to the shop. Uh, we can have some zoom, you know, as well and kind of get through that way too. And I think that is really important because, you know, you think about if you're just trying and buying these products that you don't know about, 
look at all the money that you're spending on these products that you're going to waste that aren't working for your skin. And, but if you go and you become educated, then you know what to do, you know what to buy, and you're not wasting your money. And then you're buying quality products. I know people always, sometimes they look at a price tag and they balk, but then I think about, well, then I'm not wasting all this money on products that I don't use or can't use. Once I get educated, once I know what's going to work for me, then I'm going to have these products that are useful that at least I'm using. So you, you've, got your, you've got the skin prepped, you've got your coffee, you read your paper or checked your, you know. Got your deodorant on. You got yeah, all your deodorant on. For women's skin, as we age, it can be a little dry. So you've got all of this prep on. What's the next layer? Is it foundation? Are there no, like, what are some no-nos when doing makeup over 45? The biggest thing I could say is not having the right shade, literally. Okay. Because that can literally age you right there. That can, that can make things look real wrong and weird right away. So um, what are other no-nos? How do you, can I follow up and say, how does a woman figure out what her shade is? Honestly, you've got to get in there and you've got to play. And it's really about like also testing on your hand is the worst thing ever, especially as we mature because our veins pop out more and there's all this green and Spots and blue going on. <laughs> it's the worst place to test a makeup. Um, you really got to take the makeup off and you really got to test here. And then also I find that most people go too light on their makeup, like shade wise, because you also have to take into consideration your chest and your neck. And then we also want to contour and slim down our check, our, our neck and, and our jaw lines, which usually entail different and darker shades. So you have to like kind of consider that in the big picture. Cause I'm also all about like completion. Another thing that like nine out of 10 women, nine and a half out of 10 people, even professional makeup artists don't, don't do the ears. It's so important. If you're going to wear foundation on your face that you have to hit your ears, you have to hit your neck, you have to get your chest, you have to get your behind the ears. Like the view is a perfect example. The view. Okay. These ladies have this great makeup on, but then they're not doing their chest. And it's like, ah, you know what I mean? And our chest, our chest starts to become, you know, cause most of us have skin damage. We all come from that era. We all, nine out of 10 of us have skin damage on our chest. And it's usually red or ruddy or blotchy or spotty. And so it's really important to like have this flow going. I'm all about completion as well as body makeup, which brings me back to my line, Melanie Mills Hollywood. I'm known for my gleam face and body radiance creams, which I developed mainly originally to even out all the crazy sunless tans that the pro dancers were doing. But it, it has become this really cool product that is like youth in a tube. Um, and you can also use it on the face, but on the legs and on the chest, it's like, um, especially on the legs, it's referred to as uh, liquid pantyhose. I don't necessarily want to say that there isn't anything that somebody older shouldn't do or, or cause that brings me back to like, you know, wear color, wear shimmer, wear makeup. You know what I mean? It's more about just how to do it right. For women with hooded eyes, cream versus powder, eyeshadow, should they go lighter? Should they go like, what would you suggest for women to feel good and have their eyes pop? 
Yeah, it, it really, really depends. Like um, for, for like, say you want some drama, there's just ways to do it. You know, you're just going to go. You, so when, when it's hooded, you're missing like all this space, right? So you just bring the shadow up and you just kind of do a one tone like all the way over. So that way you kind of see it above. It's about blending. It really is. There's great cream products. There's the eyeshadows have come so far. I mean, they have so many great like hydrating elements to them, even the dry ones. Now, can you go too shimmery? Sure. But that that's a personal opinion too. You know what I mean? Like, like I like to say mascara is personal. You know, eyebrows are personal. Like if, if, if my opinion doesn't court, you know, I can, I can kind of do what I think looks right. But if you feel better like that, then that's, that's, you need to feel better. You know what I mean? But I can give you at least the tools of how to do it. So, you know, for a smoky eye, you, you would go bigger or you would just keep it like more of a subtle thing and then focus maybe on some sexy under smoke down here, which also opens the eyes, which a lot of women forget and don't do is underliner. The other thing that starts to happen as we age is our um, eye starts to pull out like this. And you almost see that water line. Whereas before we used to do like a white or a nude in there to like, you know, tone down the red or whatever. Now we're doing browns and black to kind of tighten the eye up a little bit so that that doesn't look so droopy and just all these little things, you know, can we wear lashes? 100%. It's, it's just about the placement. And I don't really think there's one cookie cutter way for, um, for eyeshadow in particular, but, but, but still, I do still think you should wear it. And it's just, I guess there would be like two versions I would throw out there, like a smoky and how to do it right. Oh, I was going to get back to, uh, one of the biggest things with eyeshadow I noticed and just even women in general, young or mature, um, is the tools having the right makeup tools will just make your life so much easier. You know what I mean? Like I was at this women's conference. I was telling you guys about it, um, before we hopped on here this weekend and so many women, I, the, the name of the game was like, I can't wear a concealer because it's going to get in over here into these wrinkles and make me look older. I can't wear powder because it makes me look older. You, th those were the two really, really big ones. And it or, uh, blush. Another thing, like, what do we do with blush as we start to mature? Well, we want to put it higher. We want to put it up. We want to lift with, with all this, you know what I mean? But there's a reason why uh, powder comes with a puff. And I can't tell you how many women are like, Oh no. So I only powder just a little bit of my T zone with a, um, with a powder brush. Well, guess what? Like if your makeup's not set, you're going to move around your, your, your makeup with that powder brush. And then you're, you're just not giving, you're, you're just not delivering the set that you need. And at first it may look a little powdery and like, Ooh, but like give it 10 minutes and let it just kind of settle in. You really need that puff. The puff is such a tool that we have to have the puff, the puff like really pushes that powder in. And I always like kind of start off like with the majority of the powder in the T zone, like right here. And then I'll roll the puff kind of out and up so that it, you know, we don't need as much powder out here, but we do need to set the makeup. Same with the under eyes. I use a different powder under eyes than I would on the face um, because, because we want to have the sheerest possible coverage under the eyes so that yes, it doesn't cake up and 
you know, but, um, but you still have to set it. And that's, that's just where women they'll put the concealer on and then they're like, I don't want to do powder, but then they need the powder in order to set it so that it doesn't start to settle worse than it, than it would. So you have the puff from here, but do you use a different kind of brush under the eye? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I, so, so two big tricks with concealer for mature glam under the eye is you want to put it, you want to put the majority of it, you'll put your two dots from the wand, like right there and maybe a light dot right there. And then you want to use, uh, um, and I, of course I sell all this stuff um, and I'll have these at the show. You want to use kind of a dense uh, eyeshadow brush to kind of spread that out and airbrush it like I like to say so that you're getting kind of this thin and you're working it around and you're you're airbrushing it and then you want to use a very finely milled translucent loose powder with a eyeshadow brush under the eye and the other thing is is making sure that before you powder that you have any sort of creasing um, blended out because if you have some of that concealer that's maybe creasing a little and then you go in there with the powder, you're going to set that crease. You were talking about eyeshadow and then I got kind of sidetracked, but that is another big thing that I find with all, any women, anybody is um, they're not using the right tools or the right brushes because it, it does actually pay to have high quality tools. You don't need to buy a hundred dollar brush, but the $5 brush, you know, from target probably isn't going to give you the best service. You know what I mean? So it's like, and then also care for your brushes, which that's a whole nother topic. Um, (laughs) and there's the makeup, there's the makeup sponges, but you know, one of my biggest tricks with eyeshadow is the blend. And so I always have a couple eyeshadow brushes that don't have any product on them. I call them clean brushes. And so you apply with your, you know, makeup brush that has the makeup on it. And then you get in there with the clean brush and blend, blend, blend. So many women, as we get older, feel like their lips get smaller and they start to outline these strange, bizarre shapes on their lips that really aren't complimentary. And it's all about feeling good about yourself. But as our lips start to shrink a little bit, what can we do? What's called the lip loofah, which is this little mitt that goes on your finger and it's full of peppermint oil and it can instantly take off a lip. But what I love it for, because I'm not really on set anymore, is for, for lip prep. Um, and because that, that peppermint oil um, does actually plump and smooth out and then also just getting rid of all like the muck too right because I find that women um, will put on their lips like on on dry kind of mucky lips and then that's just going to read through the lipstick as well but is there like a total you know really there is a you know I do find myself um, overlining but there's the right way to overline because you can go to too far. And it's also with like the right shades and stuff again. Um, but I do think a little overlining is good to go. I'll also put that primer around the lip line too, because that does also smooth out a little bit that area too. Um, also when I do lip liner, I'll do Uh, Unless somebody wants that lip liner look where the liner is darker or different than the lipstick, which, hey, I love that look, too. It's a it's a style. It's a thing. It can be, you know, but most just want like a solid lip color. And so I will do the lip liner all over the lip, all of it, and then do the lipstick. 
And then I do like a creamy lipstick for ladies as we mature because it does deflect from a, 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 it just looks juicier, more youthful. You know what I mean? But then, yes, there's those kind of lines. And what do we do about that? It's just it's just kind of the another trick is also doing some concealer around the lip line or when you're done finishing off with a little concealer just to kind of tighten it up. Can we talk about makeup remover? Because just as important as how you put your makeup on is how you take your makeup off. So for women who are getting a little older, you know, is the Neutrogena makeup wipe still going to be okay? Or do you need to do an extra step? No. And I got to tell you, those those wipes have stuff in them that you don't really want. Really not great. They're, the, the wipes are quick fixes. The, the wipes are for like a quick, you're clean, um, you know, they really shouldn't be relied upon as like an, an everyday makeup remover. You really want to use beautiful cleansers, exfoliators. There's even this device that yes, I stock. <laughs> um, it's from the B3, uh, B3 beauty is um, a line that I carry. It's a friend of mine who makes these small batch um, oils that I love, especially for nighttime use. Um, one in particular that's called the lily oil that she has halicrysum and I might be pronouncing that wrong, or it was also referred to as immortal. It's been around for centuries and it, it's used for scars and burns and it's a very luxurious ingredient. Um, she ha- carries these two devices that I love and in luxury skin prep for luxury clients, I will use the one, um, blue and red light beauty wand, um, infrared blue and red light for stimulation. It helps to tighten and helps all this good stuff. It also helps to push any skin prep I'm doing like really into the skin. I'm a huge fan of the skin SkinCeuticals line, really just cleansing with really nice, you know, cleanser that, that does the job. The beauty erasers, those are those really soft towels. Those are great to cleanse with as well. Um, you don't, you know, there's a point of exfoliating and then there's a point of going too far with exfoliating and actually kind of almost damaging your skin. So those rough, you know, uh, um, hotel or, or, uh, uh, washcloths, you want to have like those, those really soft and just really beautiful cleansers and stuff. I, I would not rely on those wipes because they have a lot of other crap in there that you don't want. Thank you so much for coming on the show, Melanie. Check out themakeupalter.com, A-L-T-A-R, and make sure to grab your tickets because they're going fast. October 8th in Nashville, Conversations with Prime Women. Thanks, Melanie. We appreciate it. Thank you, ladies. Thank you so much. See you guys soon. Well, we want to thank Melanie Mills so much for being on our show today. Of course, as I said in our interview, how much I have always loved makeup since I was a little girl. And this was great getting to go to the makeup altar and getting to have her prep my skin properly and then do the skincare for Colleen was really fantastic. Check out our Instagram because I'm going to be doing some videos of what she had, you know, the products I have. She had me take a photo of them all lined up. So I knew in what order to put them on so I could remember to help me, you know, with my aging brain. Those photos really help a lot when I have to remember a certain order. So I appreciate that. If you want to see Melanie live and see more of her products, make sure that you come to our conversations with Prime Women at the Graduate Hotel on Sunday, October 8th, noon to 5. 
We're so excited to see everybody there. And if you have any questions for Melanie, you can email her at the Makeup Altar. So you can go to the website and email her, or better yet, you can just ask her in person when you see her. She will have a setup for the Makeup Altar at the event as well. So you can also get your questions answered there. Have a great week, guys. We will talk to you next time. Bye.